أحبتي المستمعين نلتقي الآن بالدكتور فيليبو ديونيجي وهو باحث في أمور اللاجئين والنازحين في الشرق الأوسط خصوصا في العراق والأردن ولبنان دكتور فيليبو ديونيجي ريسيرجر إن ميدل إيست سبيشال إن إيراك إن جوردان لبنان ويلكم راديو سلام Thank you very much Is this the first visit to Iraq? Yes, this is the first time that uh, I visit Iraq and uh, I find it a very interesting and fascinating place And uh, what's the purpose of it? Um, I'm carrying out a comparative study of hostage policies towards uh, Syrian refugees um, and the Syrian refugee crisis in general. And I'm looking at the cases of Lebanon, Jordan and Iraq, as you were saying. And uh, this is the last part of my research. And therefore, I'm looking particularly uh, at uh, the way Iraq and uh, the um, Kurdish regional government in particular is dealing and responding to the presence of Syrian refugees on its territory. There's many uh, camps here in Iraq, uh, special for uh, Syrian uh, refugees. Have you visited in Erbil? I mean, um, yes, I've been uh, um, I've been uh, uh, in Dohuk for a couple of days uh, recently, and I had a chance to uh, visit one of the camps there, one of the biggest Syrian refugee camps there, which is in Domiz. Uh, and then I have a couple of visits planned, both in Erbil and uh, also in Sulmania. And the point of this is just to um, trying to understand. Um, more closely, let's say, and from the ground, the kind of reality uh, that Syrian refugees experience in this context in KRG. According to your experience, uh, how you see the situation of refugees here? Um, the situation of refugees and Syrian refugees in particular here in, um, uh, in, in the Kurdish region of Iraq and Iraq at large uh, is very particular and is characterized by the fact that uh, um, most of the Syrian refugees that came to Iraq and especially again to the Kurdish region, uh, they share with them at least uh, a part of their identity as Kurdish Syrian with uh, the Kurdish population of Iraq. And that has uh, seems to have played a significant role in facilitating their uh, progressive integration in the local society, has played um, an important role in uh, making them more Um, felt at least more welcome into this society. And as a matter of fact, uh, compared to the other cases I've seen, uh, my sense is that Syrian refugees here um, are better off than elsewhere, definitely. And, and Kurdish identity has played a role in this aspect. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any uh, difference between uh, Assyrian Arab refugees and Kurdish refugees as a treatment? Okay, so this is this is a difficult question. Um, uh, we know that there are some Syrian Arab refugees that uh, have managed to cross the border, uh, but it seems more difficult for them to be able to cross the border. In fact, uh, there seems to be stricter controls, uh, especially again in the Syrian Iraqi border, and it seems more difficult. Uh, for them to be able to access this part, this part of Iraq, at least. Um, so, therefore, I mean, you know, my sense is that it's easier, it's easier actually for uh, Syrian Kurds to come over here. Um, then, uh, again, as far as I know, also uh, those Syrian Kurds that come to Kurdistan or again to the Kurdish region of Iraq, uh, they're supposed to remain into this region. So, they're they're. they're Uh, it's a matter of culture, I'd say, yes. It's a matter of uh, cultural identity. Um, but it's also the, the actual permits that they're given in terms of residency permit. It's only valid within the Kurdish regional, uh, uh, the Kurdish region, uh, and therefore they cannot move beyond there. Uh, whereas the Arab Syrians that come uh, here uh, as refugees, uh, apparently they tend to go to the, Arab, to, to, to the prevalently Arab uh, parts of Iraq as, as place of residence. Have you seen a displaced people not refugees? 
Um, not yet, uh, but I'm fully aware about how much uh, the, the local authorities and the Iraqi states, both the regional and the uh, central government, uh, um, are, are working on this subject, obviously, because it's, uh, in terms of numbers, it's a much more significant and much more uh, um, problematic situation. Um, so I'm fully aware about the fact that Syrian refugee uh, presence is not the main priority in terms of policymaking now. And instead, IDPs, so the internally displaced people, uh, represent uh, an even more daunting challenge for, for, for local governance. In which country the situation of uh, refugees is better? Here or in other countries. So, so let me be frank. I think I think the best answer would be, um, you know, re for refugees themselves, and they are themselves asking for it. They they would really like to go back to Syria whenever they have the condition to do so, uh, and whenever they can, whenever it's going to be safe and 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 economically viable too. Because some of the you know some of them have lost their houses, some of them have lost uh, their properties, and so on. Uh, so that that is the main point, you know. For the, the real dream of a refugee is to go back home as soon as possible, when the conditions allow, of course. Um, then again, the three cases that I'm studying uh, are characterized by different approaches, different ways of uh, uh, responding to the crisis. Um, what is common to all cases is that at the beginning of the crisis, so in 2011 and in 2012. All the states uh, that were surrounded that, that surround Syria were expecting the crisis to be short. Uh, and they were expecting uh, for uh, uh, Bashar al-Assad to step down uh, pretty soon. Because remember, those were the months and the years of the so-called Arab Spring, right? So uh, um, that was the expectation at that point. And that meant that all the surrounding states that were receiving refugees, they were somehow available to do so, uh, because they were expecting this to be a short-term situation. Later on, things have changed, and have changed dramatically for the very nature of the conflict in Syria. And that has also changed the way these states have been uh, perceiving Syrian refugee presence within their countries, right? Uh, so, for example, in Lebanon, the situation is, is, is probably the place in which is, more, is, is most difficult and more dramatic. It's, and, uh, it's, it's difficult uh, in demographic terms because there we have uh, uh, more than a million re Syrian refugees registered with UNHCR. So we are speaking about an increase of, local po of the population of 20 to 25 percent. Um, and Lebanon is a country that in social and political terms, uh, whether you like it or not, is very much based on uh, a set of sectarian or confessional balances, but I would say there are more imbalances, as a matter of fact. And the injection of such a big uh, population coming from uh, across the border um, has been perceived at political level as somehow um, threatening or uh, um, capable of upsetting that kind of balance or imbalance that so far has maintained at least a degree of stability, relative stability within this country. And that is why, uh, in my view, um, Syrian, the, the life of Syrian refugees in this country is, possibly, is probably one of the most uh, uh, challenging and difficult to uh, leave. Uh, in Jordan, uh, the main challenge is probably economic. Jordan is a country that, in terms of resources, is not very rich. In fact, it's quite poor. Um, their refugees are about 600,000. Uh, they are characterized by the fact that some of them, at least 40% of them, they have uh, uh, um, a significant uh, degree of proximity in terms of uh, uh, geographical origin. So they most come from the region of Dara, for example, and they're mostly set in the uh, northern journal in the, in the area of Mafraq. Uh, but then again, in terms of management, in terms of policy, making towards, you know, this, this uh, uh, um, 
Syrian presence and, and humani the humanitarian challenges that this presence uh, imposed to the local government. So it's, things are difficult. Um, but the Jordanian government has been reacting uh, uh, quite openly, has been uh, receiving quite a significant amount of international aid. Uh, and recently they also accepted uh, the possibility to issue work permits to Syrians, which is an important step in guaranteeing the possibility for Syrians to uh, sustain themselves autonomously and not be independent from international aid. And then finally, I mean, this the case uh, uh, of Iraq and especially the Kurdish region uh, is particularly interesting because here uh, uh, social cohesion with regard to Syrian refugees is, uh, um, is, is, is seems to hold quite well. Uh, um, Syrian refugees here, they uh, don't need a working permit or at least informally they're, they're allowed to work and they're um, properly integrated according to the statistics I read at least in the uh, local labor market mm -hmm. and therefore they can sustain themselves a little better uh, and they also don't seem to have or experience significant restrictions in terms of freedom of movement and the sort of permits that they, that they are issued by the Minister of Interior and so on, uh, they're all uh, relatively long term, they last for one year and then they can be renewed. So as a matter of fact, you know, I would say this is the kind of uh, ranking, uh, uh, quote unquote, that I would use uh, between, you know, Lebanon, Jordan and then Iraq as the third case. Then. So what's your message for refugees? Um, I think the most important thing is um, refugees should always perceive themselves as uh, useful for the society of which they are becoming part or in which they're hosted they can contribute to that society. Uh, and what is also important is that also the host society perceive them as um, um, new persons that they contribute to the, to the wealth and well-being of the society of which they are becoming part, basically. So, um, so yes, perceive themselves as useful people, as, as, as a new uh, wealth, uh, human wealth, available uh, in, in the societies of which they are becoming part. Um, my other uh, concern is that um, refugees should be very uh, careful in making sure they not become uh, a political instrument in the hand of any uh, poor, uh, party or faction or whatever emerges in this uh, in their host uh, states. They should not become hostages, if you want, uh, of, of political interest of someone else. They should always uh, consider first and foremost their own personal well-being and the well-being of the society of which they are, they are part in which they are hosted. Dr. Filippo Dionigi researcher in Middle East, especially in Iraq and Jordan and Lebanon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much.